Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Um, Lofa, you, you see this background I got? Yeah, Ned Flanders. Yeah. Swole right. Ned Flanders. I didn't know what Ned Flanders worked out. You sure that's Ned Flanders? It looks like our quarterback, sort of, kind of, you know? <laughs> like I don't see Jack, it. I don't Jack, see but it. maybe a little boring, maybe missing uh, fire. I, I see where you're going here now. You know, Lofa, I'm so mad from this last weekend. You know, do you remember when, like, your mom and dad or, like, your parents or a teacher or something would be so mad that they, like, had no words at all? Just nothing. Like, nothing would they come out. They were disappointed, right? No, no, no. I mean, like, beyond that. Because we've done that. We already did that this season, remember? I said I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm past that now. Like, here's what I want to do. I want to walk into the room where all the Seahawks are hanging out. I'm going to – I would I would walk in. Would be I, would, I would look around. I would breathe in through my nose. And then I would just turn around and walk out. Like, that's how mad I am. I have nothing to say. You think I that would send the message? I don't know. I don't I, – dude, I'm – I don't even – what would you do? What are you gonna do? How do you feel? Are you? I mean, dude, I'm I'm beside myself over here. I'd run the I'd run the fucking ball. All right, <laughs> all right. This is what and we got a special yes. guest coming on later. Yes, that, I know that's I know. gonna appreciate that 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 <laughs> strategy as they call it. But um, this oh. is this was my greatest fear. Right oh. now, I'm stoked to have Russ back, dude. But it's the over. defense has been left out there too long, my uh, man. It's over, man. It's over. Blow it up. Blow. I don't know. Oh, no, there's still like half We're a season boring. left. We have no fire. We have no energy. We're boring now. We're Ned Flanders. We're super jacked, but we're like, hi, Delio. Like, we're just, we, we have no personality. I'm just, it's over, man. It's I, over. I'd say we have no identity right now. And that's what's the scary part midway through the season. But, <laughs> but you know, there were some things, believe it or not, that were, you know, the defense for three I know. All right, quarters we'll, and 10 minutes we'll into it. We'll get into it. Let's officially start the show. <laughs> I'll take a deep breath. I'll try to find words because we get somebody's got to say something. Let's let's do let's do this thing. <laughs> Courtney, go for it. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get them up, get them up, get them up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. That's great football now. It's going to work now. Keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's no fun. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one. Ready. Russell looking. Russell scrambling. Pump faking. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 35 40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Podcast on the Believe Sports Network. I'm Seahawks superfan Brett Davern, and uh, he is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu, all pro middle linebacker. Always brought the energy when he was out there. You never had to worry about it. You ready to do the show? You gotta do something, right? 
<laughs> Where's the energy I just talked about? Come All on. right, let's fucking go, man. All it's right, good time. It. It's going to be right. the best podcast we ever had. Uh, we've got a very special guest joining us, and I will get to that in one second. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag. Uh, your online wagering experts, the only place to make online wagers is betonline.ag. And if I flip over to the email here, Jimmy Betts, from bet online sends me some odds and all these crazy graphs and colors and numbers. And it's, it's, you need a beautiful mind to figure this thing out, which, you know, Jimmy Betts has from bet online. But if I'm deciphering this correctly, Lofa right now, the Seahawks are 100 to one to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if you want to put some money down at betonline.ag, but that's the current. There you go. I figured we'd be steeper odds than that. We started out at 20 to 1. We're at 100 to 1. You can get them right now. Uh, you can bet on plenty of other stuff at betonline.ag, NHL, NBA, uh, MMA, NFL. They the also Kraken. Have the Kraken, the Mighty Kraken. Yeah. Uh, they also have a 24 7 online casino with all the table games and, and all kinds of things. It never closes. It's betonline.ag. Use our promo code Believe50, B L E A V. Five zero. Yeah, to get your welcome bonus at betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. All right, well, without further ado, special guest on this episode, uh, and unfortunately we have to talk about this game, but hey, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Mike Wall, I mean, Lofa was talking about it earlier, just an absolute savage, former offensive guard in the league and led the way for, for plenty of running back in his time. What's up, Mike? How we doing, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, Big thanks for Mike. Being, you, you're doing a podcast my now. Guy. It's the On My Block podcast. You do it with Amon Green, uh, also an, a former Hawk, you know, of course. I think I used to, uh, when I, whatever version of NFL Blitz I had, I'm pretty sure Amon Green was on the Seahawks for, for that video game. But um, his arms really are that big. That was <laughs> he's, not. Hey, the guy's, a, he's an absolute savage now. I'll tell you what's funny is like he started playing rugby when he was done playing football. Oh I did God. the same thing, but I went the wrong way. I lost like 50 pounds. This man got bigger. I, met, I remember I saw him in Indianapolis like two years after he retired. His arms are the size of my legs, bro. I mean, you wow, guys were just playing rugby for fun. Like, well, listen, uh, we're just trying to find our way in the world, man. It's just another, <laughs> another adventure. Animals. Beast, I love it. I, you guys are both on the same podcast. This is awesome. How did yeah, we, how, we have a good time? How did yeah, all that? But it's like, I think I told you earlier though. Ours is so unprofessional. Like this, this literally to me is like the billion dollar setup. You guys have producers. You have people in different states working. We have it's two producers. Amon and I, and it's yeah, it's literally it's literally just us going. Hey, you want to hop on a Zoom call and talk about some stuff? Maybe we'll have a framework this week. Maybe we won't. Uh, you know, it comes out okay, but production value needs to work, especially now that I see this production value needs to improve. Oh, hey, we can hook you up with producer Courtney here. You know, they got it going on. Yeah. Brinks.tv. Shout out to them, Brinks.tv. Brinks TV, Courtney, uh, Katie. I mean, we but, started off just blank screen phone call. So totally. Yeah. You know, we had to go up know. fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, let's get into it. I really didn't even write much of a rundown for this episode, Lofa, because like I said, I don't really have much to say. I mean, I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. I feel like I wasted my Sunday. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of Seahawks fans feel this way. I mean, Lofa, we could go through our texts from during the game. You stopped responding at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, I think I passed out. <laughs> you know? Boredom. Be a good way to look back through the timeline. I mean, guys, uh, just initial thoughts. I mean, Mike, like what? 
What? what I have a happened? question for you guys because I I, I love Seattle and I love yeah. the Seahawks organization. Just honestly saved me because I was I hated football, but you know for the the two years prior to that, and, and even though I was I spent a couple of just games there, I absolutely love the organization, everything that 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 community represents. But I don't understand how in this storied franchise now you have this, and I don't know if he trademarked it, but this whole like let Russ cook thing. Like, is that, do you guys think that's a viable offense? Is like, are you, is this how we're going to win a Super Bowl? Like the, the whole, the whole premise, like to around, I just want you to know, like around the league, people are kind of giggling. Like you just keep letting him cook. You keep letting him cook. Go ahead. He's laughing at us. Yeah, man. It's, 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 that's not a sustainable way to win championships. Lofo, you want to take that one? No, it's tough because, you know, that's what we were, you know, hoping when, when Pete, he ended the press conference last year upset. He goes, hey, I want to get back to what we did to get to the Super Bowl, run the ball, mm-hmm. and then we'll open it up. And it's always, Mike, and you know, run to open up the pass. Because as we – and I texted, you know, my, my my Seahawks podcast here last night. I go, do you see this beautiful offense going on in San Francisco right now, just running it 13 times on one drive? It was just poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't stop it, and, and it's just three, five, four, three. And you saw how frustrated the Rams and the game got away from them because now Stafford's playing from behind and just chucking, chucking it up to, to try to catch up. So it's defense and running the ball will always be a successful formula to get into the playoffs and, and make a deep run. Yeah, I mean, Mike, I think on this show, we tried to get rid of the let Russ cook thing last season during the season. I think we called for a stop to this. It was started by some other Seahawks podcast, I think a fan podcast. I mean, you know, no real shade on them. They started this thing online and it became like a Twitter thing that that Seahawks fans would just say sort of to each other. But once the national media picked it up and ran with it, it became so cheesy instantly. And he began not cooking instantly. And we can tell that everyone's laughing at us. And it's half of what's pissing me off so much. Like, what has happened to my team? They've become, I don't know, like Disneyland or something. Like, they're like a shell of what they used to be. It's all fake. It's all a facade. What happened to the the just absolute dogs and savages that we used to have on this team and the fire that this team used to play with. That's why I got Ned Flanders in the background. They're shredded up like Ned, but they're always wearing the sweater. Take off I the feel sweater. Like you, guys have, you guys have like guys that like – your offensive line, you have studs on your team. Like you guys are really good players, yeah. right? It's just yeah. your offensive line is a line that I would just say they have to play on their front foot. Like they need to be played going forward. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, not, they're not really dynamic enough to, to – to trap and do the pole game. Like you need to play them for, they're not pass yeah. pro over the course of, yeah, listen, the worst thing for an offensive lineman is dropping back, not knowing when your quarterback's going to throw it and not knowing where he's going to throw it from. That is the absolute most disheartening thing you can do for a, for an offensive line or, or, or an, off, or a, an offensive system over yeah. the course of a game, a series, a game, a, you know, a season, yeah. it's impossible to go out there every single week and be like, you're going to get my best when I literally have no idea. When when your when your quarterback is gaining fame and notoriety, based off essentially what's going to amount to my failure in the public eye, that is not a good thing, right? Roethlisberger yeah. went through this kind of after that first Super Bowl run when yep. they lost their lost their guys and he was throwing off schedule all the time, and everyone's harping on their offensive line, but they had like three Hall of Famers on that line now, yeah. right? All of a sudden they were no good anymore, right? So it's it, it it's really really tough, and you guys just it's. Marshawn Lynch, that identity, the thing that you had, yeah, it's not like it, like those things are still valid. And I think everybody thinks that like Pete Carroll's in this, you know, was in this like archaic system that doesn't work. Like 
love it. Defensive like linebackers aren't nearly as good as they used to be. Defensive linemen aren't as nearly nearly as as as, as tough and good against the run as they used to be. Like it's a different game. It's a much you, different if game. If you wanted to play physical, you could yeah. still play physical. You just have to go ahead and teach them how to be physical and then and then stick with it. Well, watch yeah. out. You might get a flag too, though. So you know, don't don't get too physical. And and if you do something cool, don't celebrate too much. And then we'll get into that. And don't start me on the refs. Oh, oh my well, I was gonna say that, that's a whole. Di- we're, we're gonna go there because I'm okay. going there, man. I you yeah. got, I already had a. Who else was I yelling about early? Correnti. Now now I got Brad Allen on my list. I, I'm learning all these guys. The names. fact that we I, know their names I, exactly. I know their names. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, I think for me, it's like like you said, Mike. It's like we got the players. We have the talent. These guys, some of them absolute beasts. I mean, all of them beasts. But it's like a personality thing. It's an identity thing. It's like. I don't know. It's like, are, it, are they over the Pete Carroll thing? It, is is Pete, you know, does he have the attention of the team anymore? I'm seriously wondering, like, or is his is his raw raw always positive? Stick with the program thing, just sort of like, I don't know. Are these players just sort of like rolling their eyes at this, or is Russell too? Has his sort of thing worn a little thin? Maybe I don't know. It it just seems like they don't play with the same fire that they used to, Lofa. Well, they do just in the wrong times, throwing a shoe, um, fighting guys, grabbing their face masks. It's like, who throws a shoe? Come on, man. I just, it's not a talent thing, man. It's not a roster. It's not. You know what I mean, it's not a personnel thing. It's not. It's and, it's and like- for and for a little while there was kind of a scheme thing with you know the the stick front or the the hybrid variation of the three four. You know the the five D linemen, two DNs, outside linebackers, and people were just. You know, we weren't stout in the run, and then all of a sudden, that middle area just became wide open. And so, it's um. But we've actually cleaned that up on defense. I was proud with the way they played. Um, I don't know if we want to take it there now, but defense well, was stout. Let's. I mean, what do you want to start with? You want to start with the good, or do you want to start with the bad? Because there was some good things, some positive things, especially defensively. Let's get the bad out of the way. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. <laughs> on a good note. <laughs> well, let's just start right away with QB three. Um, you know, obviously QB one on the depth chart, but Russell was back. He came back early from the injury. We can discuss whether maybe he should have not come back so early. I, I'm not sure. Some of those throws were pretty errant and not like him way over yeah. guys' heads and velocity seemed off and he still had a bandaid on it. So, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> they didn't score any points. They scored zero points, you know, first time and, ever. He's he's throwing it behind people. People aren't catching it for him. I mean, um, the, the two interceptions in the end zone. One of them I don't think was an interception, but we got hosed a bunch of times by the refs. <clears throat> I mean, you want to just talk about Russell's game and his first game back after this injury? Yeah, I mean, seriously though, like we got to talk, commend the man for getting back out there in five yeah, weeks. I mean, for sure. you know, I know. Okay, moral victory or just, but that, that's pretty damn special, you know. Okay. Hey, but now watching the tell game, me what, tell me what's special. Like, I, I don't want to. I'm not arguing with you because I, it. He's this. He's a quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, right? Correct. So he, if he's bragging that he's spending 19 hours a day rehabbing his finger, like, isn't that what he's supposed to be doing? Like, I don't. It's just that because you got to understand. Maybe outside of Seattle, that's all everybody's. Oh well, you know, he's, it was supposed to be minimum of eight weeks, and he did it in 37 days. It's like, well, then if it if it only takes 37 days, then it doesn't take eight weeks. Like those two things don't work together. That's not how that's not how science works, right? Like you don't have special <laughs> ligaments. You yeah. know what I mean? That's I, your job to go got, do he's that. He's got a hyperbaric so, chamber, probably. He's got well, no, but all that but stuff. all of that 
all of that is is a consequence of being the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, right? And being the consequence of who he is. And that's that's kind of your responsibility. Like if yeah. Lofa breaks his leg and he can get and he can get back in two weeks if he does everything possible, I'll be damn sure that he's gonna do everything in two weeks to get back yeah. without making this big thing about it, right? Well, and it's like Mike, all the mental reps too, and the shadow playing that he was doing on the field before the games. That did. The mock games, oh, yeah, yeah. two hour mock games. Hey, I'm I'm just giving my man credit. Uh, but you're right, Mike. Okay, maybe I'm getting soft in my okay. old age. Hey, Lova, I'm just saying it takes – here's what I see Here's what I see with Seattle sometimes, right? The narrative now is more about everything involving him, mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's his fault or not, right? It's everything yeah. involving him versus what's going on with the team. And it it, it just – that at least externally. Like a divide between not, the two? I, I don't want to say it's – like you remember back in the day when – Sometimes some of the Legion of Boom guys would be like, ah, he's he's too corny or whatever. You kind of see some grumblings coming out of that. Mm-hmm. Not like that, but just like the narrative about Seattle is always about him now. Where it used to you used to have Marshawn, you used to have you yeah. used to have the Legion of Boom. It's all centered on him. Everything he does, it's it's centered on him. So, and then I I don't. It doesn't seem like he's one that wants to shy away from that attention either. So yeah. I think it just is somewhat. I think it's just well, somewhat takes away from the narrative of the team. Do you guys, what do you guys think about it? Like, did he come back too early? I mean, Gino was playing fine. We all said it the whole time. Gino looked good. I no, mean, the way that I, defense played. I don't think he came back too early. Back, well, did he look a little rusty? Yes. <laughs> That's a dad joke. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I'm not asking for Gino over Russell if Russell's at 100%, no. but he's coming back the, early and he's forcing, the, he's playing. The, the game plan changed. Forward. The game plan changed. I mean, we're. We were committed to the run no matter how ugly it was in the last three weeks, right? Mm -hmm. We were still going to get a volume of 18 to 20 runs. That at least keeps what? Their offense on the sideline, our defense fresh. Mm -hmm. Because you saw what happened in that last drive. We just got worn down. And it's just like it's bend and bend and bend, don't break. And it just becomes too much. And, uh, you know, we've been there. Mike, I'm sure you've been on teams. I have where it's just like, okay, no identity. Like we're trying to figure out what do we do best, and like well, you and know, not as players, ju- we know not, not a lot of juice either, right? Like not a lot of energy either. Yeah, but it doesn't even matter about the juice. Like those those last three games, okay, Pittsburgh, and then um, they they all came down to one score games, and we just we just lost by three scores and didn't even put up a point. I mean, I don't think we don't have the same game plan if Gino's in there, and I'm not saying Gino over Russ, but I'm saying. And if this is what, you know, the narrative that we're talking about, and if it's, it's if it's Russ, right, and then the team, then someone needs to sit Russ down and say, hey, we need to run the ball so that you can throw it 30 times in the second half. But well, we I to- mean, <laughs> dude, your legacy right. is much better if you win Super Bowls and championships, and it's not going to happen like this. So something's got something's to give. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah. This, is not, this is not the answer. Um, I want to ask you guys, though, about uh, uh, Pete's comments after the game because – Pete sounds frustrated as much as the fan base is with the with sometimes Russell doesn't throw the ball and it seems like he holds onto the ball too long. We've been over it and over and over it on this show. And now uh, Pete's commenting on it. He says, quote, in essence, we've got to get the ball out more quickly. So the rush isn't a factor. I mean, Do you guys think he can see over the line. Like if you look at the, we look at where he sprays all the balls. Do you think? I don't think he can see. Over, I'm not trying to whatever. But Drew, no, Drew, Drew Brees had a hard time good, too, right? right? He was but looking there's to no, the there's no, like Lofa won't let bro. me say this. By the way, I've tried to say this before. Lofa won't let me say this. It's not a knock on him. It's just a, a fact. He is when a certain height. 
And when, when you're watching the game, there's no, there's no like turnarounds. There's no five yard stick routes or there's no like 10 yard digs. There's nothing right across the middle. Cause there's, they're all deep or they're to the outside or it's on, or it's on some sort of like keep ball. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's a fair question. I think I don't, I don't see why people think that question is so unfair. I think it's fair. I mean, you know, Drew Brees no, doesn't over the line either, but he would chuck it up. Russell yeah. doesn't throw it. But when we get to three step, you got to get rid of the ball or you got to just take off and run. You have to. Those are the two. Those are your choices. Yeah. Get rid of the ball, throw, you know, to the receiver or out of bounds or run and stay ahead of the sticks. Right. And so we're not seeing that. And then on top of it, you know, and we we haven't done as much. Well, we did do what pistol, right? It drives me fucking nuts, Mike, when we run from shotgun and the QB never keeps the ball. It's like, well, it's it's, what's the point? What's the point? (laughs) You're well, not fooling and, anybody. And he used to back in the in the Super Bowl runs. Okay. Like the option was such a big thing, and they would keep it, and Kaepernick was doing it, and everybody was doing it, and now they don't ever keep it. Well, but then also that opens up ever. the pass and the play action. Yeah. Now, like when he just keeps it once, even if he gets a negative yard, right, just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Now they're like, okay, the DN's like, okay, I can't just crash. Mm-hmm. I have to actually honor this. And, you know, it's just – plays into well, it. And then and you know, the fly play, sweeps. Where did all our offense go? That's what well, and when we play teams, and and now Mike can talk about the Packers too, because when we play teams like the mm-hmm. Packers and we're playing in that game and you see Aaron Rodgers just snap it and throw it to uh, Adams, you know, he just snaps it, throws it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, four of those. and I mean, we got DK Metcalf. Snap it and throw right. it. Like, what are we doing? I, yeah, I but that's, that's, that's part of – that's part of how Aaron's worked himself into that system too, right? Like, he's yeah. got some freedoms – I don't know. I mean, I think Russell Wilson probably probably has a ton of freedoms, right? And, you know, to to Lova's point earlier, when you do bring in that backup quarterback, then, like, the rest of the team kind of goes like, oh, okay, cool. So now we got to do, like, the offensive line, the running backs, the tight ends. Like, oh, great, we're going to run the ball. Like, the mentality does change Mm -hmm. because there's a fundamental difference in the way I approach a game if I know I'm going to drop back 70 times versus I'm going to run the ball 35 times. There's just a complete difference in mentality, right? You're no longer – you're getting punished. You're no longer the punisher. Yeah. So when you look at, when you look at like Aaron Rodgers and the way they run their offense and they've had some hiccups too, like they're not nearly as efficient as they were last year. And I think weapon wise, they're, they're, they're pretty stacked. I know we've had some guys going in and out with injury yep. offensive lines been hurt, but they're playing really well. Um, Aaron's just, Aaron might be the most talented guy in the league for the last 10, 12 years. There's just really, honestly, that when you watch it, especially like you watch the chiefs game, um, when he, when he, oh, everybody's out on a short week, like there's really, there is really nobody like him in the in the league that can do what he does and like his the way that he makes decisions at the line of scrimmage his communication his nonverbal communication with the receivers like he's playing a different game than everyone else everyone says like checkers versus chess you know yeah he, yeah. he literally is that chess player where nobody else yeah. is right now and and um i just don't think it's it's as easy sometimes to say oh just throw it just throw those those screens like he's throwing those screens off of run games like they, everything's built in yep. and he's just that guy who knows when to do it yeah. versus he's he's never hoping like Aaron Rodgers no. is never hoping everybody else is hoping yeah he sees well, the DB 10 yards off it's like okay that's just as good as a handoff that's yeah. a five-yard gain at minimum and then you throw it to a guy like Devontae every now and then he rips one for 50. It's oh like, yeah and out of the slot too like there was one play in particular where he just he yeah. snapped it he was in the slot he just threw it to him just I mean Aaron's gonna Diggs look made complete. that shoestring tackle that Diggs gets pretty good he's Diggs, awesome Diggs is yeah he's a good player when we get to the positive I like that guy a lot I, I, Aaron Rodgers is going to look great in its Yacht uniform next year. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be 
I'm already. I'm Brett keeps trying to manifest these things. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, Russell Wilson finishes 20 of 40 for 161 yards, the two picks. Um, and then, uh, but the, the stats that here in the passing game that I want to talk about is DK three catches, 26 yards and Tyler Lockett, two catches, 23 yards. I mean, <laughs> what? Like we could have got OBJ. We wouldn't have thrown it to him. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, DK Metcalf is an absolute beast. Throw him the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was the targets? I mean, I know those are five receptions, but what was the targets? Because that's what we talked about. Are they getting um, – Let's see here. Uh, DK three – well, DK three catches on eight targets. Okay. And Tyler Lockett two catches on eight targets. But uh, it was thrown behind him, thrown over his head. Yeah, I don't was, have to go back. DK had one bad drop. There was a third and ten when he had a crease. And, I mean, that could have really got things going. Yeah. Um, it was just – there was no rhythm. And again, I mean, when you're just sitting drop back, it's seven on seven, but I mean, they were making all the plays. Well, really, that Tyler, you could, and you can pressure with four. Like yeah. we could, Packers can pressure with four. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is too, again, if you just think about if you know Russell Wilson's gonna hold the ball, which now it's it's nobody it's no secret, and your safeties are just sitting deep and we can play like a two man or, or, or like yeah. a four with with a press off the line to take away the, the quick throw. Well, now, yeah. I mean, Amos and Savage, our two safeties, they never got beat deep, which you guys get a lot of plays on those. I mean, he throws – he might be the best deep ball thrower in the league, right? Yeah. But yeah. The, he, every single one of those plays is contested. And it's like, Lofa, you know how this game goes. If if he catches that third and ten crease and he's off, yeah. the whole game's different. Yeah. One yeah. touch – you know, one one play, it's not just the score. It's just the yardage. It's yeah. what it does, that like, the mentality of the defense and understanding, like – Oh, wow, okay, we can yeah. be injured. Let's go. Yeah. That that well, changes everything. And when you miss those plays, man, it's one it of happens those early, throws, it happens late. It's one of those throws to Tyler Lockett. I mean, that the deep, the interception in the end zone, the deep one where the safety, I mean, he's just he's just like looking at the ball the whole time, watching it in. Amos, he should have had three interceptions. He I dropped two of those. Coverage, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. That, <clears throat> that yeah. The, the the toughest pass, you know, the interception in the end zone that took points off the board. That's the toughest, you know, thing to come to terms with because then it's 3-3, right? And then even before the half, what, we get a holding call? Knocked us out of field goal range. A holding call that wasn't a holding call. I mean, you want to do – You got trucked. You want to do referees right now? That's Mean Dean Lowry, man. You can't mess with Mean Dean now. Let's do do referees now because Brad Allen, man, I mean, what what in the world? I mean, come on, even as a Packer fan, like that Kevin King interception was – Ooh, that's real close. And then – how about the fumble recovery by Aaron Rodgers that was not Insane. a fumble recovery? I mean, what is that? Does that tie goes to the runner there? I couldn't, uh, yeah. I couldn't understand that one either. That payback for the fail Mary. I mean, payback for the fail Mary. That's what it was. Look, if Aaron Rodgers had that ball, then so did Golden Tate. All right. I don't want to hear it from Packer fans anymore. Are you even now? Come on. Well, so know. look, you remember the first, so the first, when we scored our, when we missed our first field goal, Elton mm-hmm. Jenkins got for a holding call on an inside move that was not. That it, it raced the Aaron Rodgers scramble for a first down. I mean, my point is, I turned off the Tennessee Titans game yesterday for the first time in silent protest. Wow! Because the the, court, the quarterback hit on Ryan Tannehill was so bad, and that was mm. that was essentially turned out to be the game. Mm-hmm. And it's like you keep complaining about the refs. What do you do, man? I was like, I know I'm, this one TV just turned off in, in in America, but man, I'm turning this TV off until this Packers game. I'm not watching this stuff anymore. I'm in protest. It's bad all the way across the league. You know, we went over the Cassius Marsh thing from last week. Like okay, all man. these referees, I, and like Lofa and I keep saying, why do we know their names? Every time they're 
any play now, I'm looking for flags on every play. I mean, there was a one where uh, Jamal was chasing down Aaron from behind. Aaron got rid of the ball. You know, Jamal didn't do anything worth a flag and he didn't get a flag. But in my, my heart goes into my chest because I'm like, oh, great. We're going to get he's even close to the quarterback. It's like, what have they done to the game? It's just so legislated. And I mean, it has to be frustrating for you guys as former players. I'm just a silly fan. <laughs> yeah. Love, do you remember back in the day when we were playing? It, you really only knew the head coach and you knew players. Yeah. And then yeah. what happened? Like, it, the, it, because of fantasy football and all the betting and everything, it became very, very offensive friendly. So it became very scheme heavy. Mm-hmm. And so now we knew all the coordinators' names. Yeah. Right. So all the coordinators are super popular. Now you can name all the coordinators on all the teams. Mm-hmm. And then like now it's the same as I don't know why, but for for whatever reason, now the refs are trying to get in on the action, man. Like maybe they got some contracts tied to like bet AG or bet well, online I mean, AG. They, or whatever. Yeah, they're not. they all go on TV. They all go on TV after their careers are over and they ha- they it's sit in the insane, studio man. and they who knows what they get paid to comment on the game and whatever. Like, but isn't it time if they're gonna be these celebrities walking red carpets, shouldn't we make them full time employees yeah. and actually put them through <laughs> some film school and training and get on the same page and have some consistency? And I mean they wear earpieces. The NFL can get this stuff right all the time from a million different camera angles. That that fumble recovered by Aaron well, Rodgers was not a fumble recovery, and they could have got that right. In the moment, kept the game moving. Why are they wearing earpieces if we're not going to use them? Well, then what – also, like when Russ scrambled for that first down, oh, like, it was yeah. the longest clock I've ever seen in terms of like, oh, let's go check that out. And Did they throw a red flag to like review it, or was that from like the booth? So, yeah, so those are from the booth. So those, they are – every once in a while you'll see these guys reverse a call now. But then it's like they're reversing call, and they did reverse that one. But that was probably the first one that I've seen that, like, had any impact on the game. Yeah. Whereas, like, they could have easily done it with the Aaron Rodgers fumble recovery. But they, well, they and- do have a guy somewhere. I don't know if it's down the NFL office or if it's, yeah. if it's in the stadium that, yeah. can, that can call down and just reverse things. But it's like, so why are we still doing this with penalties? I, I know, don't like simple it, penalties. Yeah. Things are obvious. Like I, I know if it's a 50, 50, you probably got to keep it. But if it's like, yeah, 80, 20, he didn't do it, man. Just wave it off. Let's just, yeah, just I mean, just, call down in the guy's ear and just go like, Hey, we just watched that. It's actually not helmet to helmet. Just pick up yeah. the flag and we can all move on. Or there's such ways that this can be solved. I mean, it's, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, it's maddening. <laughs> I mean, it could even be Russ funny, could, right? They could just call down and be like, yo, Dean Lowry just pancaked that guy. It's not a hold. Just say he got, yeah, yeah the guy got the business. Just wave and, it off. Yeah, no flag. He was giving him the business. Well, and then also the, the first down thing. I mean, that first one with Russ is ridiculous. And then later in the game, the Packers had one that was very close to maybe being not a first down. No review at all. Just first down. Let's put the ball down. Keep going. And it was like, well, hold on a second. Why do we take forever to look at the one from Russ? And now we're not taking any time with this one. It's just, I don't know. Ugh. I was very surprised Pete didn't go for it on that fourth and one though. Hey, how about Pete with the flip phone coming out of his pocket? <laughs> the burner. <laughs> the challenge. <laughs> hey, a lot of hey, questions Pete, when he got home that night, huh? <laughs> you dropped your jitterbug, buddy. <laughs> what was that? His life alert button? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Oh man. Young and virile still. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Uh let's move on to some positives, at least from a Seahawk perspective. And uh I mean the defense was great, right? They played great at least through the first three quarters. They held the Packers down. I mean, they um, you know, right, Lofa? I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, Jamal, Jamal had a pick. Hey, yeah. I was gonna say you can't can't leave this episode without talking to the guy you've been on him all year. Do you guys like him? I mean, as a, I know he's a he's a stud, like he's an absolute unit. 
but are, is everybody happy that they got him and spent all that draft capital? I'm just curious. We have a weekly segment on this show called We Need to Talk About Jamal. And yeah. sometimes we like him and sometimes we, you know, have some. He's had two time. solid weeks I, out of the nine. So he got his first interception. Was, it, wait, was, was last week solid or not? Yeah, not nine tackle, okay. 10 tackles and a pick. His first pick. Bro, if you put him in the box, he's essentially a linebacker, right? He is a I mean, linebacker. If you put him in the box, so We're not it's like anybody. But it's one of those things, like Lofa. If, if they would have said, "Hey, Lofa, you get a blitz every play. How many tackles, like behind the line of scrimmage, do you think you're gonna get? You have no pass, you're no pass responsibilities anymore. You know, you've been like, oh man, I'm Just the best. The dream. I'm the best. Fill in the blank of the league, whatever position you want to make me, man. I got 27 tackles for loss. I got 14 yeah. sacks. Like I can do it all. <laughs> it's just it seems nuts because there's there's just there's like this huge disconnect between what you think that position's supposed to be and then what it actually is. And then I, I'm not sure if you guys have the cornerbacks to no, be able to not have safety. Help. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um, there's been a lot put on Diggs's plate. And I mean, he's just a stud. Like a, you said, that dude's a stud, man. Under, I like, yeah. I really enjoy watching him. He runs Play. the alley. He fills, he's great in man or zone coverage. I mean, he's, he's one of the best in the he league. He hits hard too. He yeah. brings, He's like, the only guy over the last five years to have three interceptions every every year, uh, three or more interceptions every year, and he's I think he's at seventeen or eighteen for the last four or five years. And then well, yeah, he's he's a fun, he's a joy to watch. They put a lot on him, and you know it's been tough because with Jamal, you know you, you almost have to blitz him because we've we've put him in the hooks, and it's been it's been tough. He has a a, a very he's undisciplined in his drops. He's mm-hmm. like he's like a dog chasing cars, right? But that's what you love about him because when he does catch one. He gets the ball back. He forces a fumble. He does something, you know, a hellacious. He hit Lazard so hard. Lazard had the unfortunate response of, or responsibility of trying to come in and, and crack him down when he came in the box. Yeah, yeah. Bring it. That, that's it, what no, he's. Dude, he was going to the he was going to the wrong sideline after that hit. Well, like, but, Jamal is about that life. Oh, he is a stud. The way that they are using him, though, or the way that they're not using him, or whatever, like, is part of the where how we don't have an identity. Like, what is Jamal's yeah. identity on this team, and how do we use him, and why can't we get consistent with that? It's like all over the place. It's just like we're using guys, but how? And and <laughs> you know, with Jamal and Diggs, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, let's not forget Jamal. We went through all the contract stuff at the beginning of the year and worked all that out, and Diggs wanted a new contract we didn't give him one so we're gonna have to go through then yeah we can't lose him right and and he's he's playing great i mean he's playing better than jamal who we someone's gonna pay him someone's gonna offer him more than we can afford yeah i i love watching him play right now that's for sure but um yeah uh offensively though the packers i mean it it was a slow start for aaron Rodgers coming back because let's not forget he was coming back too uh but they finally found it and got it going mike what uh why did it take so long and then what did they finally find there at the end well we're trying to establish the run um unfortunately we have a couple starters out on the offensive line uh and look seattle's big up front they started in that bare front every it seems like every game they're starting that bare front and they'll go they'll go off of that a lot of teams just right now are trying to stack the line of scrimmage and free up those linebackers at the second level and 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 sometimes we get up and sometimes we don't the thing that you've got two big guys in the middle that can kind of clog space and we don't win those one we one blocks as much as we should I think from the, looking from the Packers' perspective, mm-hmm. so and it was like well, the only thing that was really effective yesterday is you got big, heavy guys in the middle can only bull rush. So you know what's the easiest thing to do is start running the screen game. So the screen game picked up for us a little bit. You know, just getting some easy stuff. But it's it's funny how um, it's funny how just you know, depending on whose perspective you want to look at, it, like we I I kind of watched that game. I was like, man, we should have dropped thirty five on this game easy. Like it, it didn't yeah. seem. It just seems like we were missing plays too. 
uh, from a Packers perspective. And then finally, as like you get to the end of the game, those guys have been out there way too long. And all of a sudden, AJ Dillon has like 30 inch thighs. He's 250 pounds and thick and dynamite. And you're like, man, Man, we're just going to run this thing 14 times in a row. What are you going to do about it? You know, that that guy's. He's getting he's, he you should see where he was last year and then even week one and then see where he is now. Yeah. Completely different together. player. Runs behind his pads now. He doesn't, miss, he doesn't miss leg day, that's for sure. That well, that, run, that, run on the goal line. It was a throw to the flats that went for 50 yards. I mean, he broke three tackles and finally Bobby ran him down. But it's like, yeah, like when you have you could just and that's what what you have with Aaron Jones too. I know he got hurt, but like one of the most explosive guys, and you know, not just running the ball, but also he's he's an extra receiver when he gets out there in the passing game. So no shortage of weapons over there. We, well, we but, tried. We got rid of – or Tanyan blew his ACL, I think, last week, right? Weeks, so we yeah. have Mercedes Lewis, who I think has been the best blocking tight end in the league for maybe long a decade. Time. Long time. But they're trying to bring in they, – they like to run a lot of two tight end stuff, and they got two two young guys coming in now trying to fill that gap. And they're a little more game for it. Like DeGuara especially is a little more game for uh, getting in the, in the blocking game and everything. But you saw yesterday, like, you know, when Adam's coming off the side, off the side, he has a hard time. Or when like a guy like Bobby Wagner, who is so disciplined in the way he fills, like we missed a lot of those, like just really, really easy. What I would consider very, very easy pickups. Yeah. And, you know, when you have really good players in games like that, that are, that are t- speaking in inches when everybody else is speaking in yards, you're, you're going to have a tough day. Yeah. Let's uh, zone in, shall we? We zone in on the show because Lofa's company is Zone In CBD, the best CBD in the biz. Go to zoneincbd.com, everybody, uh, to sign up for your subscription today. It just comes in the mail. You don't ever have to think about it again or think about going and getting your refill of your, your capsules or your tanctures. Tanctures? I always I get nervous every you time. Mess that up. I never nail it. He wants to say taint so bad. <laughs> so you got the topicals. You got the topicals, which I guess you you could put anywhere, right, Lofa? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all organic, right? Uh, anyway, zone in CBD, everybody. You can also pick it up in person at Bartell Drug Stores up there in the Pacific Northwest. Use our promo code. Believe B L E A V. Receive free shipping on all of your orders at zoneincbd.com. Guys, let's just zone in on, 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 on excuse me, on our two teams here. Where do they go from here? I mean, uh, big win for the Packers. Aaron's Aaron's back, you know. And then for the for the Seahawks, it's like, welp. But there's still some games to play, and the Rams did lose last night, and so oh, yeah, they got peppered. Uh, Mike, why don't you start us off with the Packers? Uh, you know, where do they go from here? Yeah, we have to feel pretty good about. Standings obviously, and our division's terrible. The Lions are, I mean, I guess the Lions are going to find a way to go 0 and 16. Uh, you want a 17 game see, you know, oh, 16 and one. Oh, yeah, man, unbelievable. It's like that somebody that's the wrong thing with ties, by the way. Like, somebody deserves to lose that game. That hey, game was absolute garbage. They, they, they should, I can't believe that thing would even put it on TV. But we got the Bears are struggling, and so we play the Vikings this week at US Bank Stadium. And, and the, you know the Vikings are always playing uh, like a, a touchdown spread game every week, so they could they could have won a lot more than they, than their record uh, displays. Yeah. And you know I, we always think, kind of think of that as our our rival. So if we win this game, or it's almost like you're walking in to the playoffs, and now right, you're just trying to figure out where you're seated, right? Because you want to. Yep. I guess that one spot's the only only spot that's viable anymore. So yeah. we look like we're in a prime position to get that though. And I, this is the first time that I can say our defense, and it didn't look this way at the beginning of the season. Our defense looks like a Super Bowl winning defense right now. They're playing lights out for the last probably month. Yeah. yeah. You, well, hold, you hold Russell Wilson to zero points for the first time in his career. We just got a point there. 
Yeah, we just got shut out. Albeit a valiant effort from the defense, but I mean, where do we go from here, man? Okay, stop me if you've heard this before, but we got to run the ball. I mean, <laughs> just to save our legs on defense. I mean, if anybody's out there listening, run the ball because I mean that's the only thing that can save us right now, just to buy time on defense because that's what we just. I don't care how good you are in defense. I don't care if you're the 2000 Ravens, the 02 Bucks, you know, any defense I led, you know, in Seattle. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> you're going to get tired if you're on the field for 70 plus snaps. Yeah. It's just, I don't care if it's freezing over there in Lambeau. Well, and, and, and Russell can run too, guys. I mean, like he carried the ball five times the other night for 32 yards, you know, like it's I know always coming off the injury, but just it's always when we get behind, though, if you've noticed that. Like when when we're behind, he's like, okay, now it's time for me to shine. I'm just going to take off. The only time running the ball means he can run it too, especially when he's in trouble instead of taking those sacks. The only time he's done it though is what? The San Fran game on the road. You remember? It was vintage Russ in the first quarter, first half. He ran it, you know, touchdown down the left sideline, came back the next drive, made three people miss, 360, and then threw a dart in the corner to, um, I don't know if it was DK or who it was, but. That, I mean, that puts the defense on their heels. Mm-hmm. And now when they have that added element, again, of running the ball, whether it's Russ or us, you know, the, the running backs, you know, you, you have to defend more than one thing. It's a nightmare. Do you want it schematically? Like, are you saying schematically you want them to you know, put in more RPOs or I mean, you know, I, more, I, more option option runs with I, Russell? Yeah. Like, hey, you're going to yeah. run this ball. Some of this I, ball is going to yeah. be on the ground. Uh, I, I want, want that, yeah. <laughs> When the pocket is collapsing, he used to just go forward and squirt out of there and get like two yards. Yeah, but teams are getting smart with that, right? Like there's a reason that's happening. Your your guards and your centers get bull rushed like like yesterday. Like you saw it. It, They get bull rushed like nobody's business. There's nowhere to go. I just cannot take another time where he puts both hands around the ball, shrinks down, and just, you know. I don't don't know if they're allowing him to check out of a run to a pass, Mike. That's what I'm saying. If it's a – you know, you're going to check a run to another run, and we live with the, the consequences because at least the clock's running. You sh- We have to shorten the game. We have to. That's exactly what San Fran's mindset was going into the Rams. And Shanahan has owned McVay and the Rams. I'm just going to put that out there. Why? Because ground control, controlling the clock. I mean, it was an 11-minute drive. You know how defeating that is? When that happens in the first quarter, I, I don't think I've ever had that happen in the first quarter, thank God. It's happened in the second or the third, but, oh, my God, an 18-play drive? There was some bad stuff, you guys. I mean, there was a time where he ran up to the line, was audibling all over the place, yelling to everybody, changing the play at the last second, play clock's winding down. He's, he drops back, snaps the ball, and just throws it out of bounds over everybody's head. And I was you like, guys oh, know when you lost that game, like, right? You guys know like, when you lost the game like, for sure, though. What was that audible? What, what was that, Mike? Oh, Mike, what, what when? You, li- you guys lost the game when you guys did the flea flicker for a screen pass yeah, to the was, tight end, man. I was like, games. I honestly, I was like, I looked at my son. I was like, hey, Maddie, game's over, man. This game's a wrap. Dude. If that's all they got, if that was the best uh, call they had for this situation, game is a wrap. That was my next. I was just going to say the audible one and then that play. Like, that was ridiculous. I don't even know. 
But again, we leave. Alex Collins averaging 4.1. You know, let's just not give him the ball anymore. Travis Homer. Every <laughs> oh, time he somebody, touches the ball. Producer Courtney, please. I think his average is like 8 to 10 every time he touches the ball. Homer. Like, hit some music. We got to wrap this thing up. I can't. I would just be here all day. All right. Well, we always break it down. So we're going to break it down to guess what. Uh, wait, let me wrap it up. Hold on. <laughs> That's a wrap. I'm calling a stop to this. Mercy rule. It's over. All right. On to next week. We got to be goldfish, guys. <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, for Lofa, I'm Brett. And for producer Courtney and Katie and intern Brian and, and Mike, I'm Brett. Uh, this has been the Seahawks Podcast. If you guys got questions or comments, hit us up on the email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. That's seahawkspod at gmail.com. Uh, Mike and Amon Green, they're doing it on their podcast, On My Block Podcast. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Just search for it, On My Block Podcast. There's also a million social media handles. Mike, tell everybody where to find you. Yeah, uh, Instagram, Process to Perform, and Twitter at Unrivaled ESS. I also run a Process to Perform player development podcast, players, parents, and coaches. You're interested in that, check that out at ProcessToPerform.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Nice, nice. Thanks nice. for jumping on, man. Next time, you know, hopefully Amon can jump on too, but either way, dude, just like, <laughs> it's too much fun. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Wait, we're um, going to break it down. Yeah, no, we're going to break it down. Don't worry. We're breaking it down. Put Let's your arm in there. Put your, put your yeah. arm in there, just like we, you're, you guys used to after practice. Go yeah. ahead. But thank yeah, we break it down on three. Uh, All right. It's going to be a shock to you guys. But Uh-oh. Mike used to love to run the ball as a defense. I used to like to watch us run the ball. So we're going to run the ball on three. Because that's the only thing that's going to get us out of this mess. Run the ball on three. One, two, three. Run the ball. ball. Here we go. I'm telling you, if we don't run trouble. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.